Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 375. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be discussing the third season premiere of Killjoys, the 10th season finale of Doctor Who, and recent episodes of Dark Matter Season 3 and Orphan Black Season 5. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 375. I'm Jason, the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Kyle Nolan of noreruns.net. And Tom Gardner from 3ifbyspace.net. All right. Thank you both for joining me this week uh, to, uh, well, to ultimately talk a little uh, sci-fi TV here in a bit. Uh, but uh, first up, a few uh, news items over the last week. Uh, Adult Swim has renewed Decker for a third season. So if you're a Decker fan, there's going to be more of that. I hadn't even heard of it till I saw it in the news. <laughs> like, there's Usually I'm up on all the Adult Swim stuff. I usually have heard of them. This one I hadn't heard of. Now, the only Decker I know of starts with Black and. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I have their drills. They're really good. They've been around for more than three seasons, though, so, you know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, AMC has renewed Better Call Saul for a fourth for a fourth season, uh, which so. was pretty much a given. Yeah. like that'll <laughs> that'll go until they they catch up to. Uh... Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know like what sort of time periods like each season is taking place over, but given wherever they started and however fast they're going with their episodes, I suppose they're going to go about as long as it takes them to catch up to where he. Uh, first appeared on Breaking Bad, so uh, that that is highly likely. Uh, Freeform apparently has decided uh, not to go forward with the Greek reunion movie, which is uh, disappointing because that would have been cool. Especially since uh, one of them now is freed up with the next news item that she could have uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, got some free time on her hands since, uh, sadly... Uh, NBC has canceled the Carmichael show after three seasons uh, and also has a renewed World of Dance for a second season. Although the Carmichael show one is weird. Like, did Carmichael quit? Did, <laughs> did, did they cancel it? Was it just like they couldn't come to an agreement? So it just sort of fizzled out and went past certain deadlines and stuff like that to be able to to do another season, and so everybody just went their own way. But ultimately, it's kind of disappointing because I really like that show. They do a really good job of hitting on serious issues, but in a very funny way. That's a rare thing. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, given the subjects that they – I mean, the last the last episode that you know that aired this past week, that is one that got postponed from a couple of weeks ago, was about Gerard Carmichael being – uh, caught in a mall shooting, uh, mm. and and being wow. a witness, and so, and then you find out what he actually saw and what actually happened and stuff as the episode goes along. But there's also, like, it's funny without making fun of you know that, which is like that's a that's a that's a tough line to to, yeah. to, to walk along, man. You could you could easily misstep, and they seem to not. And all of their episodes have some sort of uh, topic, you know, something, something becomes the, you know, like the family conversation at dinner or something or whatever. And that's what the rest of the episode ends up being is. Uh, so it's kind of a, at least a, 
I'm disappointed that it, that it won't be uh, around any longer. Uh, but over on Netflix, they have renewed Dear White People for a second season. And also F is for Family for a third. And uh, finally did what we all thought they should have just done <laughs> from the beginning. Or maybe you know it took a little while to work out the details. Uh, but give Sense8 Sense a wrap-up movie so that it doesn't end on what apparently is a huge cliffhanger <laughs> at the end of season so, two. Uh, so people might actually want to check it out yeah. <laughs> rather than... <laughs> well, if you're Netflix yeah. and you're building a giant catalog of stuff and over time building it with your own stuff, why would you want something lingering around that somebody says, oh, I saw this thing called Sense8, and somebody else goes, oh, don't bother, it ends on a huge cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, so like why, you know, that uh, it seemed like a, a logical uh, uh, thing to do. Well, I'm glad that they're going to because maybe now I will go check it out because I was one of those people. Like it was on my list of shows I wanted to check out. But then when it got canceled and everybody was like, oh, it has a huge cliffhanger. I was like, well, I don't have time to put 20 hours into watching something that I'm just going to be like disappointed at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> left, you might still be disappointed hanging. but at least you won't be disappointed yeah. and left with a cliffhanger yeah. <laughs> but you know yeah. that's a much respect to Netflix for, for doing that because I mean you know they did make it clear that they also like the show but that the numbers the money doesn't work out but you know they've done what fans wanted them to do kind of proving that you know they're fans themselves and, and Netflix does tend to, to skew towards genre programming and their original stuff more than I think most of the other uh, streaming or broadcast services outside of, say, sci-fi and space do. Uh, and so kudos to them, you know, for doing this. Uh, it's the kind of thing you didn't expect to happen, and I couldn't be happier that that it did. So sort of a whole pile of, of good news there from Netflix after <laughs> a month of <laughs> seemingly canceling things left and right yeah, true. for, like, the uh, what seemed like the first time ever. Uh, that means they're getting big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so that does it for the news, and we'll move on to the uh, primetime segment. First up is a little show called Killjoys, Season 3, Episode 1, Boondoggy. And we'll start with you, Tom. What did uh, what did you think of where we pick back up uh, with Season 3 of uh, of Killjoys? It'd been yeah, so they, long. Yeah. <laughs> it took me so yeah, long to, happened. like, sort of get things back into, like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the end mm-hmm. of the episode, I was like, okay, I think I'm back on track now. My wife actually turned to me and said, you know, we probably should have watched the last couple of hours from last season uh, beforehand. But it didn't take really that long to, you know, to get back up to speed. Because like you said, you'd see, oh, yeah, that and that. And then everything sort of fell into place. And they did not miss a beat. You know, it was really great. I mean, I'd love to have seen, uh, you know, uh, Clara back on the show. Uh, Stephanie Leonidas would have been great. But uh, is it Tommy Amber Peary, I believe, who played Ollie? Uh, was a pretty doggone good replacement, I have to say. I really liked her from from the get go, uh, and and uh, she she fit in with the bunch. And uh, I, I'm happy to see the show back. I, I'm I'm liking it more as the seasons go on. I, you know, Dark Matter Killjoys have kind of always been balanced with me as far as how I like them. I, I think I skewed toward Dark Matter a little more than Killjoys, but I love them both a lot. It's it's like you know trying to say you know, which child do you like better, but. Uh, no, I, they didn't. They didn't miss a beat. It was funny. Uh, it it uh, 
picked up on the you know on the the Holland storyline, which obviously they would have, and uh, a lot of a lot of good one-liners in there, a lot of quotable quotes. Yeah, how about you, Kyle? Yeah, I, I had the same problem you guys had initially. Like, I'm like pausing. I'm reading recaps of the the season finale from last year just to refresh my mind on, on all these sci-fi shows. I wish they would put together like a 10 minute previously on recap, like not just clips, like have someone narrate it, explain everything that happened. Because I had the same problem with uh, Orphan Black, which we'll talk about later. But like you just forget it's been so long, unless you've been binging this like on Netflix and you're going season after season after season, then you have no problem. But if it's been a year, you have no clue what what happened before. But I mean, once I I, filled your head with like, you know, a hundred other shows in the meantime. Yeah, and I start to mix up the shows. Like even as this, I'm like, wait, was this the one with the ships that were missing, or was it when they were going to the find the spaceport? Like, no, that was the other show. Like, so there's like these common themes on these shows, and I, I get mixed up between them. Like, where's like, Rick Grimes? I don't see Rick. Oh wait, doggone it! Wrong show. <laughs> but I, I did really enjoy this. I, I liked like Ollie. I did like uh, she was a nice. Um, new addition and then also i really like the pippin character that they introduced here i'm, I'm hoping he's going to stick around for a little while because okay. he he was a lot of fun in this episode can i just say that pippin foster is a perfect name for that entitled little slimy so-and-so i just love that name pippin foster but uh, yeah I, I like how they they like used him like they knew people were going to be listening in and they they end up using him like he thought he was he was doing it. Of course, you get Lucy like repeating back all his stuff, like "Oh, the hot one." No, the female hot one. And like, like you get her repeating his his whole speech about that. Like back, uh, matter of fact. Yeah, Lucy, them. we get it. Like we get, we, we get it. <laughs> Lucy's great. That's the stuff I love about the show. Is it has good action, and it's continued to build, you know, a bigger and bigger overarching story. You know, a continuing narrative that gets you know, deeper with now, you know, finding out all this, you know, all this stuff about the Hullen and, and things like that. But if it didn't have all the fun parts, you know, like, I'm not, you know, yeah. like uh, it, that's, it, it, it has like the right amount of each of those things. Uh, yeah. And while they might not be like in the very beginning, you know, going after somebody each week uh, type of thing, they still sort of do mm. a mission of the week, you know, within that, even if it, even if it doesn't revolve around, you know, them working as Killjoy specifically or whatever. I like the bigger group that's now, you know, this mod squad of, of people they have <laughs> together that, uh, you know, that, uh, that they have uh, going on some of these missions. Uh, the one thing I hope doesn't last too long is the separation of John from the group yeah, because it really, the dynamic of the three of them is really, you know, really works so well. And while you get some of the humor from each of those characters, uh, it's still, you know, you're still missing a little, just a little something of it. And it's one of those things that's like, I I'm fine for now, but if we're at episode five or six, <laughs> you know, and it's still, yeah. and one of them hasn't said we need you to, to come back, then I have a little. Pro- I mean, they did sort of put in. I don't know. I I'm sure that you know sooner or later these uh, all these, their various storylines are going to 
you know, have to merge back together or something like that. Uh, uh, but I just, you know, I kind of hope it's sooner rather than, uh, than later when you, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, a little bit later when we, you know, next when we get to dark matter, but they've kind of done some similar things in the story there too, where characters that used to be together are not, uh, any longer, but, but here that's, was such a great dynamic mm. that uh, I think if you go too long, it can kind of, it can kind of mess with it. Uh, Do you, you think know. that maybe they're 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 doing this though because a pre and Alvis and Fancy Lee are are sort of regulars, part of the group, part of the gang now instead of recurring in a sense? Uh, if maybe they're doing that just to sort of bring in that new dynamic, then bring Johnny back to it after kind of building more. Although I don't feel like they really needed to, but I wonder if that's that's not why they they did it. I mean, and, it could be. It could be yeah. some of that, but I think they over, especially last season, they did a really good job of, of establishing those other characters and how they, yeah, uh, how they fit in with there and how they could, you know how they could be trusted and how they all work together and. Well, and the great thing about it is they're all great characters. I mean, every one of them are, are fun. You know, you can put any one or two of them together, and it, it's fun. Yeah, like like this episode, you use the monk that you know. You you can cut the skin and hide stuff all over, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> hide stuff all over him so that you can uh, put something together to be able to escape uh, out of uh, uh, various jams and, and stuff like that. That uh, very know, Mission so, Impossible going yeah. on there. Oh. You know, some of that stuff works out too. That they're, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, just the the various dynamic. It could be so that they could use them more in some of these missions or whatever. But it just. Uh, it also helped having a year apart because I didn't really miss that relationship because I don't really remember it. It's been so long <laughs> that I was perfectly fine with having these two separate groups. If I had just gone from seeing them always working together and then immediately started this, then I'd probably feel it yeah. a little bit yeah. more. But with the break, it, it wasn't as bad. Yeah, I'm just saying as a you know as a long term thing as something that does what that they do like ten episodes, right? Uh, yeah. So yes, you know if you're if you're halfway through the season and your core three are not spending a lot of time together, it starts to, that's when it starts to get noticeable. But they have their, their princess Leia hologram messages back and forth. Yeah. So they... <laughs> True that. Yeah. Which gives you a little bit, but there's no, you know, it gives you some of that dynamic, but there's, there's no interaction because it's only a one way message at any given time, you know? And, uh, and so, but but still, I just uh, I was just I'm really happy to have it back. As people who listen to this podcast know, it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, but I mean, are they also gonna? It looked like at the end, like Davin steps into the into the ship and uses his like goo powers and is able to open it. Like, is he off now on his own on yet another third storyline? Well, it, it did have just... that. It did have that sort of uh, thing with. Uh, in the message where they can't interact, they're basically telling each other it's okay because you have this other person. But <laughs> at that at that time, you're like, wait, neither of them have that other person right now, do they? <laughs> like, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not they're the just... same as Johnny Dutch and Devin all kicking ass and trading quips right in the middle of a fight. Yeah, you know, that's you know, you don't get that interaction when they're I mean, gone. Yeah, I mean, you get a little bit of it because some of the other ones have you know are good with the quips as well. Uh, and stuff, so it it still works out, but but yeah, I I was, was really happy to have it back, 
and uh, looking forward to following them more as uh, as Dutch Agreed. as Dutch wants to, you know, <laughs> go to war, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like no more sitting around. Like I want to, you need to be doing something. Oh yeah, she 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 wants to be ruthless uh, this year, and uh, I mean with good reason, obviously. But she kind of parallels uh, four Rio on Dark Matter, where he's he's ruthless, but for I guess different reasons, you know. But uh, you know, it's like, kind of like all the stops are gone. We're just yeah. heading straight, you know, to this this goal. We're going to blow it all up, and that's that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we'll move on to uh, Dark Matter, uh, which is presently at uh, season three, episode five. Give it up, princess was the episode and uh we do have you know like the one character now that's not part of the group and is <laughs> but with having his memories is a little bit different uh than the character that we you know originally uh had met uh, but we've lost some other characters and gained some uh new characters here along the way so uh, what do you think about uh, dark matter so far in season three kyle Oh, I, I've been enjoying it. Like last week was a really like really fun episode that was sort of different than what we had seen previously. This week we got more of like a mission of the week episode uh, where they're off trying to get this data chip on this other uh, at this spaceport. But I, 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 yeah, it was still a lot of fun though. They had a lot of fun uh, moments mixed in there. Like I'm really enjoying. Like we lost. Four, one, four, and six now, pretty much out of the main group. But I think they've done a good job of pulling in new characters to replace them. Like the Adrian character is a lot of fun. There, he's like, I like, I he sort of wants to be like that Tabor guy, but he's not quite as skilled as he is. But uh, he likes to pretend he is. Um, so like, he's trying to take over that, and we saw him with uh. Like he got fooled by uh, Ambrosia there trying to help her, but then she double crossed them. But uh, yeah, I think they've done a good job of of while we're losing some characters here and there, they've been filling in and keeping the the fun. And we got the uh, Android back as her human self with a a bit of a southern accent this time uh, as she goes to the spaceport and and starts hitting on the guard to get him to do what she wants. So that that's always amusing when yeah, she uh I did, I did like <laughs> I have another idea. But I'm going to have to get those heels that I got on <laughs> 5 or whatever it was, you know. <laughs> But did she ever get the wholly impractical but simply adorable hat she referred? I, I never saw her wearing a hat. I'm, I want to see the hat now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got to agree. Those the, the two new characters that, that came in this season fit in really well. Uh, Adrian sort of reminds me of a, a bit of a cross between Tabor and One. He, you know, he like you said, he wants to be Tabor. He tries to broker these deals, but he's got a conscience which I don't think Tabor has. Uh, you know, he didn't rat out the guy. He didn't rat out the Raza crew. And I think Tabor would have just, you know, taken the money or no money at all and just run with it. And and uh, and Solara is a good uh, fit for the whole left by force um, departure. I mean, he's he's not really gone, but, you know, she's the, the badass, uh, more action than words, uh, ass kicker. And uh, but, you know, she's she's sympathetic and, and I'm enjoying both of them a lot. More than I thought it would, actually, at this point. And uh, that that episode last week, uh, like you said, Kyle was was 
really hilarious. It, it was it was fun. It's you know taking that same t- uh, time tr- travel or time loop trope, and having a lot of fun with it. Starting it in the middle instead of at the beginning was a really good idea, you know, because it, the the first part would have been you know too much rehash of uh, plot lines we've seen before, and then he just went ahead and, and and had a lot of fun bringing other people into the loop and whatnot, and then that ending. Which for some reason was sent out as a as a as a sneak peek. Uh, I, when I watched that sneak peek, my jaw just dropped. It's like wow, so much stuff in you know in, in two minutes. And uh, uh, but then and this week was 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 fun. It, it did hard to live up to the the weeks before as far as uh, just hilarity. But that's you know the show is not a comedy, uh, and this was a chance for for android to shine and and android is a fan favorite zoe palmer is uh, you know obviously a, a big fan favorite and uh, i did i did enjoy her you know sashaying up there in her dress with her southern drawl and whatnot uh that that, that was a whole lot of fun everybody uses that uh that I, I call it generic southern accent that you know we've all heard similar accents but don't know anybody that speaks exactly like that <laughs> you know but it's a lot of fun it's still fun well yeah the whole thing of uh you know just taking everybody by surprise and, and you know she's the till the door opens and she's standing there and she's basically gone through and taken out all the guards on a couple different levels uh but they did while uh you know six is sort of separated they did set up in the you know the last couple minutes or you know last minute or so of this episode of looks like it not too long before there's going to be an attack on you know on the place that he's at and so there's going to be a forced you know uh the iraza going back to help type of thing and so uh, i'm just interested in uh, how they because you know he's in so many things like all the time that i'm just interested in how they how Roger Cross just they just sort of like sort of write him out because it's this is yeah. not the first time that they've done this uh, in, in this where he's you know gone for a little bit but not really gone and then all of a sudden he's you know sort of fully back and then you know here he's gone but they can you know they can film you know a whole bunch of uh, you know him talking you know on video yeah. type scenes without uh, you know without too much uh, problem you know type of thing to. Uh, you know that he's not fully in, immersed in in each episode. So I, I just find it interesting how they're how the overall cast changes, but then some of the main cast just is, is there, and then they're not there based on how you know. And, and and you just know there's things behind the scenes that are causing these things, and they're just created a creative enough to write in a storyline that sort of makes sense to cover. You know, See, that, that type of stuff. I'll be honest with you. I was worried enough about Roger Cross possibly leaving the show that I IMDb'd him to look at his projects to see if there was anything, <laughs> you know, other than Dark Matter showing up uh, that maybe he's, you know, working on. Uh, and there was nothing, thankfully. Uh, I should say thankfully for his presence on the show, not thankfully <laughs> that he's not getting other work. I don't think Roger Cross has to worry about that. I'm not wishing that he doesn't because I love Roger. Uh, but uh, no, I didn't see him, you know, running off into something else. So hopefully, this is just a temporary thing. But you're right; you never know who's going where based off of you know real life situations, other other commitments, other projects. Now, one thing at the end, like they said, we have no choice but to use Agent Zero. And the one thing I couldn't tell if they were implying that he was Agent Zero, 
or if they meant they're going to use Agent Zero to attack him. Yeah, that was my first thought was that it was Agent Zero. And then I thought, well, you know, he'd already uh, betrayed the crew thinking he was doing the right thing. It almost seemed like it would be too much, you know, using Roger almost as a, he wasn't really a pawn the first time. It kind of was because he didn't really get what was, you know, the, the, the full ramifications of his actions. Uh, so I'm with you there. I don't know if they mean they're going to dispatch something called, you know, someone called Agent Zero. Is Agent Zero some sort of a weapon, a chemical? Uh, but, you know, the show is all about, you know, leaving questions up there and then answering them <laughs> later. So thankfully, at least they answer. Them. Yeah, they do do a good job of putting some sort of end tag or something on each episode that that you go, wait, what? <laughs> yep. That moment at the end. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> well, like, uh, the, 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 all the things that uh, uh, Future 5 listed to, what I, I've been referring to as Android of 9, because you remind me of 7 of 9 <laughs> and that get up and all. But uh, Joe Malazzi has said on his blog that of, I think there were eight things mentioned, that approximately half, so approximately four of them will be addressed this season. The others will be addressed before the story's done. Uh, so we should, you know, know at least half of them before uh, the end of the year. Yeah, because that was the that was the type of thing where you go. That was a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you're also talking about over a long, you know, potential time frame and what their, uh, you know, what she sort of history that she sort of blinked or or future that she blinked through. And so you're like, how much of you're like, which one of those things are are things that are going to happen? in the subsequent episodes here uh, and, and wonder what are those things that are going to be things that you have forgotten about. <laughs> and then in season five, you go, Oh wait, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. Well, Joe has said he's had years to think about this story. I mean, he, he came up with it back in the days of Stargate universe. And then of course they tried to sell it as a TV show that didn't work out. It became a dark horse comic. And he said that he has had all these years to, to, put all these you know threads together and weave them so that you know they come out in as as a tapestry and not just a tangled mess in the end and i have a lot of faith that you know he'll he will do that he's really good at this whole you know pulling in the hints the teases and then paying them off later but like you say you never know how long it's going to be it might be season five and we go oh man i forgot about that that's you know that's cool or but i have faith that he's gonna you know he's gonna give us our answers and and he's he, he knows what he's doing so so uh that's dark matter and we'll move on to the uh, next show on the list, which is Doctor Who, uh, Season 10, Episode 12, The Doctor Falls, which was the uh, season finale. And uh, what do you think about the season finale, Tom, or this uh, season as a whole? I'm going to say that, that the season as a whole, and as someone, uh, I can't remember who said this on, on Twitter, and I think it was uh, really accurate, is that Peter Capaldi is a better doctor than the material he's had to work with most of this season. But uh, because I f we felt like I, I'm watching this with my wife and my daughter. And so we've got at least two generations and three different viewpoints and two genders here. And we all kind of agreed that a lot of the stories were sort of boilerplate Doctor Who episodes. And, of course, it's to a degree every episode is. Uh, the last two, though, the finale and whatnot, pretty much had me at near tears at that point. Uh, I, I think it was a, a, a beautiful way to end it. Of course, it's not really ended, although I do have a little bit of a problem with uh, Bill's departure because it felt like they took some of Danny Pink and some of Clara Oswald and put it together and then shoved it to Bill because, uh, you know, I mean, Danny Pink ended up as a Cyberman who helped the doctor and then Clara Oswald dies and then gets saved by her, you know, 
space and time traveling friend to go off and live forever and see everything. And that, that's pretty much what happened with Bill. And, and when I say I have a problem with that, it's not a, not really a problem so much as I wonder if that was intentional. You know, did they realize that, you know, Stephen Moffat had to realize that that was a lot like it. People were going to make those comparisons. Um, but I also hated to see uh, Pearl Mackey. Well, I mean, I don't know if she's off the show or not, but uh, – She's one of the best companions I think I've seen in a long time and, and one of the smartest ones in more unconventional ways. Uh, you know, but she she asked the doctor, like, well, you know, how did you come up with the acronym TARDIS? Why is it in English? You know, good question. It's those kind of things. They <laughs> yeah. poke those questions in that fans ask all the time. You know, that is as geeks that sit there and go, well, how, you know, why is this? Why is that? Aha. Well, they're addressing those. And I think it was pretty cool. And they let Bill do most of that. Yeah, I really like. Bill and I'm, I, I didn't like how they like sort of killed her off, and then I that whole thing with her like water ghost girlfriend that just felt like a cop out, and like yeah, I, I would have much rather had her somehow survive and leave the possibility of her like appearing or reconnecting with the doctor at some point rather than. Like that weird ending that she got. Well, now her pilot friend did say that she could make her human again because they were just atoms. So that's always possible that, you know, Bill could be fine and normal again. Why couldn't she have saved the doctor then? Yeah, well, they did seem to be walking around in the TARDIS without dripping all over the place <laughs> before they before they uh, uh, they they took their uh, little uh, jaunt outside. But I don't I don't know. There's always uh, different things. I I thought it worked OK in that. They, you know, with the whole, the whole teardrop thing and they, you know, they remind you of the line, you know, mm. all the way back in the beginning. So you're like, well, at least it looks like this was their idea. Like, yeah, like ahead of time, like they didn't, they didn't go through and then get towards the last couple episodes and go, okay, so, uh, how are we going to, you know, like, how are we going to, how are we going to fix this or how, what are we going to do? Uh, I was just surprised that it seemed like, uh, I mean, I know that, you know, coming up, you know, after the next Christmas special that, you know, you're going to get, you know, a new doctor and, and stuff like that. But I, it made it, it makes it look like you're going to get like, everything's going to be new, you know, type of thing. Yeah. You're going to get a new oh, doctor yeah. and a new companion and uh, there's, there's not going to be any uh, real, uh, real crossover uh, so that's that in that respect, it makes it kind of interesting, just like where are they going to go? Like where are the new people taking it over? Like what are they going to do with the show? And given that they have basically a blank slate, you know, from a cast perspective, for the most part, to even start with. Well, they also killed off the ma the master. Like I did not like that at all. Like the the double suicide murder, whatever you want to call it, of Missy and the master to end that. I mean, I'm sure they could always find some way to bring them back, but uh, but I wasn't a fan of that. And also, it seemed like throughout the episode they were emphasizing so much on like female time lords that it, it scares me that they're going to go the direction of a a female doctor for the next one, which I really don't want. Like I don't I want them to stick with tradition and go with a, another guy. But oh. 
you may be sorely disappointed if anything. Uh, I, I, I search the web for all these little articles and try to find, you know, reputable websites or whatever. But I've read that uh, BBC wants Chibnall to sort of shake things up, you know, uh, give it a little twist or whatever in Doctor Who. So <laughs> I don't know, you know, what they're going to do. I mean, for next thing you know, the TARDIS might be a DeLorean for all we know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I really liked Missy as the master, but the Doctor, yeah. I just don't want them touching that. Like... I understand, and I wish Missy would get a spinoff. I really want Missy to have a spinoff. She's Michelle Gomez is hilarious. I mean, she, in person, she's like that, you know, just uh, in person without a script to work with, and she's she's great. Uh, at least my view. I don't know that I care one way or another. I only, in all of these types of things, I only care whether whatever the new thing is is done well or not. Like whether whether it's yeah, whether yeah. it's good at, or not on its own, and uh, and so it really depends on you know if they do that, it really depends on how they write it and uh, you know what you know what they do whether the stories are interesting, whether the character is interesting, whether it's an you know whether there's something besides the doctor being a female persona that makes the character interesting. Like it can't just be that. Like you can't. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, type of thing. And uh, so I, but I don't know. There's uh, so much uh, <laughs> pre hate of everything <laughs> these days that I'm always just like, but so, but some of those things actually turn out to be good. You know, like, I know, I, I know I'm so against it, but believe me, I'll watch and I'll, if they did it, I'd probably still enjoy it, but I'd still complain until I watched it. But you but, know, that's, that's only because you love the show. Everybody do, you know, you want to keep it the same because you know, you love it that way and you don't want it to change into something that you don't, that you don't care for anymore. But it's also kind of funny because doctor who is all about change. I mean, yeah. we've been through so many doctors and every time it happens, we all go into panic mode and like, Oh my God, they're going to ruin this, you know. Uh, so far, so good. And uh, I'm going to just maybe drink a beer and wait. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the changing doctor, I, I did like how they brought back, like at the end, he meets the first doctor. But I like that they brought back David Bradley, who played William Hartnell in that Adventure in Space and Time movie. So it's sort of like, hey, we do have the real actor who played uh, the first doctor here to play the first doctor again in this so i I thought that was kind of neat that they that they brought him back to reprise his role within the role Uh, that was that was nothing short of wonderful i really liked that last bit there and bradley does a great job as as uh as hartnell um if you've watched any of the first doctor episodes you know bradley uh really pulls it off and 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 uh i i enjoyed the old uh classic doctor who used to watch it every saturday night on PBS, and uh, he was actually one of my favorites because he was crabby and cranky, and and that was a lot of a lot of fans' complaints about Capaldi is that you know when, especially in, in in series eight, you know he was just playing old cranky pants the whole time. But I kept thinking, oh, finally some classic Doctor in our Doctors, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the only classic Doctor I ever really watched as a kid was four. That was a scarf one, right? Tom Baker, yeah. Yeah, and I. 
like I just thought the show was just so cheap. Like I, I just couldn't watch it. It was just it felt was so. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is too weird and cheap. Like I can't watch this. Even as a kid, I couldn't. But like I do want to go back and watch some some more uh, at some point. But uh, little unwanted trivia. Did you, you guys know that that was originally uh, supposed to be an educational program? Doctor Who was going to uh, to visit like historical time periods and throw a little education at kids. He still does, sort of. Yeah, yeah, I guess he does. But, you know, it's, it's unwanted. Like I said, unwanted trivia. It's just I, I don't remember, you know, what I had for lunch yesterday, but I can remember stupid trivia <laughs> like that. So you want something nobody wants to know about. I'm kind of like Cliff Clavin. If you ever watch Cheers, <laughs> I'll have some kind of, you know, trivia you don't want to hear. <laughs> Sorry. No matter what the conversation is, you're like, oh, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, and then you and then you turn around and everybody else has left the bar. <laughs> there were actually five doctors. It was Doctor Who, Doctor What, yeah. Doctor When. Uh, all right, and with that, we'll move on to the uh, last show on the list. Uh, this episode, which is Orphan Black, uh, season five, episode four, "Let the Children and the Childbearers." Bearers toil. toil. I can't, can't even. There's too many errs in there. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was the the latest episode. And uh, Kyle, what are you thinking about this uh, final season of Orphan Black so far? This is one that I again I could have used like a massive catch up. <laughs> uh, tell me what's going on type of thing because I, I watched all four episodes in a row. Uh, to catch up for this. And, like, I really enjoyed the third one, which is the one that went back to the first season, which I I knew what was going on there. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, I know what's going on this time. This whole stuff with all the different groups well, and, like, like... Before the first season, you know? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Well, speaking of that type of stuff, though, of needing to know, that's the that's the type of thing when they go into... Uh, the psych ward or whatever it is, and there's the reveal of who's there. I'm like, wait, who's that? I did the same. I paused. <laughs> yeah, like, I popped up wait, Wikipedia, you, Googled the, the name. Done, you're just like, I know I'm supposed to know who this is. <laughs> like, what? I'm, I'm, it, and then, you know, finally. It was like, dun, talk, dun, dun. Yeah, who? <laughs> and, then, and then after they talk, you're like, okay, now, okay. Thank you both. Thank you. Because yeah. this is one instance where I actually remembered who that was. Because <laughs> I said, didn't she die when Paul dropped the grenade? My wife's like, who is that? And then she oh, yeah, okay. So thank you, guys. I feel better that I at least remembered something. Yeah, I kept – this is a, one show that I kept on pausing. Like I didn't remember anything about the island that they're on. Uh, from the last season, and so I kept on having to go back and, and reread and figure out what was going on, and I'm still not quite sure what's going on, but uh, I hope that I, I'm able to figure it out before uh, the end of the season. Let's go. <laughs> How about you, Tom? Well, it's... Uh... I don't know what it was about last season, but I just I wasn't as into last season as I had been the first three. And I feel like Orphan Black is, is is back in season five. And this may all be just, you know, from my perspective. But last season, I didn't think there was enough Helena in it. And she's hilarious. Uh, Donnie and Allison and Helena could have their own show with Felix. And I would be just in heaven with that. And I love all the characters, but those guys are, are, are great. And and. <laughs> I especially love the whole fall fair. What was it? Fall fun fair. 
uh, when when Allison goes and she's gonna she's gonna sabotage Nona and take over by putting all the pills in that. Which, by the way, if you put that many prescription pills, I don't care what they are, and then drink someone downs them, they're gonna probably die. Um, which I kept worrying about, and I don't know why. Uh, anyway, and then then you know, of course, Donnie gets it, and he gets out on stage with his kilt and. I honestly didn't see it coming, and I should have when he falls over and Kilt flies up. I knew that was coming. I, like, I could see that one a mile away that that was going to happen. <laughs> see, I told you it's, I'm not, it, it, it made me nervous. Like, why aren't any of these people, like, nervous that he suddenly collapsed on stage? Everyone's just sitting there. Like, why didn't anyone <laughs> yeah. run up to see if he's okay? He could have just had a heart attack and died. <laughs> but everyone's just sitting there. My wife said the same thing. Nobody's doing anything. Why they did? Call 911 or whatever. Did, did did anybody think like this was part of the act? Like, what do you think? This is definitely not part of the act. Oh, but that was funny at that point because it looked like Allison had just basically, you know, after she had she she uh, hung out with Ramon basically in the middle of the fair, sitting in a car, getting high and drinking alcohol, then going in the bouncy house. It looked like she had cemented her, you know, pariah status at Bailey Downs, and then. You know, when Nona, Nona makes a smart remark after Donnie falls over and Allison just goes out there and she starts ripping them all a new one and talking about how, you know, half of you people in here bought drugs from me and all this kind of stuff, you hypocrites, and just pretty much takes everything back, you know, right there in that, that one monologue on the stage. And it was, it was, it was great. I was, I was laughing out loud. It literally was. That was always good. I mean, it was one of those things like when she didn't use the bottle – you know, when she decided against, like, giving uh-huh. her the bottle, like, she takes it back. Like, we should have all known that that was going to come back to haunt somebody somewhere. Like, that that, was, that, that wasn't just going to go away. Uh, so, of course, like, <laughs> when Donnie falls over, you're like, oh, he must have drank that, you know. <laughs> and she picks up the <laughs> bottle, and you're like, oh, yeah. At least he didn't down it <laughs> he just took a sip or two uh because yeah otherwise yeah if somebody had downed a whole bottle of uh like that they definitely uh it wouldn't matter probably if you call 911 or something exactly i don't know i like that you can see there's sort of some sort of in game you know that they you know it's obvious they know this is the final season and uh, they're building to something. They're having, you know, all these, uh, you know, different threads. They're, you know, they're trying to do all these different Im- investigations to try and figure things out, you know. And then you have all the different stuff between things. Like I, I really like the the whole getting the ID of the lady. They're totally like having a real fight as a fake fight. <laughs> you know, like, and then, and then get advice from like the psychologist that's like totally like right on the nose. Like when she's when she tells her as she's leaving, like your daughter's just afraid of what it, you know, of what it means to become you, you know, type of thing. She's like, <laughs> and then you're just like, I, I think that might actually be the case, you know, like, yeah. uh, it was that you know that type of stuff was uh, uh was pretty funny there. The two of them's conversation, you know, about <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, I was a bad sister, and you know, to you, and she was like, you know, I tried to kill you, and she's like, no, after that, <laughs> I was still, you know, I was still <laughs> yeah. a bad sister to you, uh, you know, and all that type of, uh, you know, those conversations and the different things they had they had going, but you can see, 
with finding out, you know, more about the early experiments that they had done. And there's, you know, somebody running around on the island that's like the the first one that didn't go well type of thing. And I'm not, I don't know so much about whether, you know, this actual like person who's been alive for 185 years type of thing is, uh, but I suppose it fits in with the, you know, whatever their ultimate goal is for, you know, trying to, you know, perfect or prolong life or what have you. So it seems like he's done a pretty good job though. 185 years, you know, I mean, what's he still looking for at this point? Maybe to look younger. I don't know, but uh, he's 185 years. That's a long time. Yeah. But he's obviously having some treatments and things like that. We saw in this episode to be able to keep that way and stuff. And so uh, I, I suppose maybe the thing they're looking for is, the ability to not <laughs> to not have to you know necessarily have various treatments or things like that or right uh, to self heal uh, but but I I like the you know sort of you know you got a little explanation of the you know the the two separate projects and how people were involved and why they would still be involved and very you know lots of lots of moving pieces uh, happening but yet it feels like there's actual uh, forward progress. Yeah, uh, being uh, made as opposed to you knew in previous seasons that you might get the answer to something, but you weren't ever going to get like far enough down because the you know the the show is still going to be in production, uh, mm-hmm. and with s- this so much you know density in this this type of stuff, uh, it's I like that there's actually you know an end. You can see that they're they're going towards an end. Uh, but it's still the show is all about watching her play all the different characters and uh with that I I just popped up her I the, the IMDb page and it's you know for the series cast for under you know they always list your characters and there's like so many characters <laughs> names listed next to her name for the one show uh so yeah just it's watching her especially any time that you're watching her interact with herself and the times like when you're watching Sarah and Helena talk, you sort of lose yourself that that's the same person. You know, that it's not yeah. twins or, uh, or, you know, a, a lookalike or what have you, but the ultimate performance that you're seeing when you see, uh, and it, you know, and it, when it's doing the cutting back and forth, uh, you see how different, the previous episode with the flashback thing, when you see, uh, you know, Allison high <laughs> talking to Cosima. <laughs> and, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and that, that was such a great scene because you also got like, you got to see her play Cosima and then you got to see her play Cosima through the visions of somebody who was high, <laughs> which was a completely different sort of persona. Uh, and then a high persona of this, you know, uptight housewife, uh, type of thing. They they do a good job of throwing in these different things that uh, you know where she gets to do something different, whether it's a whole new character or a different way, even or something with you know, like in this case, you know, Allison uh, instead of being like drunk, she's actually you know whacked out of her mind. I, I did like in that scene that they chose that Kasima happened to choose that moment yeah. to reveal herself <laughs> when that was possibly the worst timing to try to convince her that she's real. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not a hallucination. That's exactly what a hallucination would say. <laughs> but there was there was a line that Allison said, and I don't know if it was when she was high or not, and I had to write it down, and it kind of sums up the show and all the characters when she says, why do I have this face? I could have been born with many faces. I could have been a cop or a scientist, but I wound up microwaving mini pizzas and chauffeuring kids to circus camp. Why this life? You know, and it's a good question. And I think that that's kind of what the show, you know, part of what the show explores is a main, you know, thread in there. Yeah, is, because there are other people with that face that were a cop and were yeah, and are scientists, and, scientists. And, you know, and all of those things she listed off. It's pretty good. I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying. Uh, I think after some of the things we saw with the, you know, trying to add in the caster side of things and some of that stuff just didn't uh, didn't quite work. And so I think it was, pro- it was probably time, even though you could almost like I'd, I'd use any excuse to just watch her play all these characters. You know, like you said, yeah. if if you had just uh, Allison, the whole, the whole time you have Allison and Donnie, but then they're also having to watch over Helena, you know, it's like a a weird sitcom, like, in the middle of the show. But, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this this season so far, and uh, like I said, I'm glad that it looks like we're actually, uh, we're actually going somewhere. And in that, in that case, it doesn't feel like we're, even with the flashback episode sort of thing, it didn't feel like we were spinning our wheels or wasting our time. Like it yeah. still felt like it filled in gaps of story and things that made, you know, that made sense for where people are now and, uh, you know, how things have changed for them. And I think the biggest thing in in the last uh, couple episodes was seeing. Oh, why am I uh, blanking on his name? Uh, Art, uh, Detective Bell. Like, you know, he pulled his gun and he was like, it looked like he was willing to like step over that line, you know, if uh, she was going to, you know, try and, you know, continue down what they were doing uh, if if what Allison did didn't work. Uh, So that was an interesting thing for that character. You're like, you you know, because he's always... You know, he's gone along with some things, but some things have been, like, a step too far. Uh, but, like, they're so deep in to see that he was even thinking about, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was going to basically put everything on the line for the, for the clones. He's fully team clone at this point. Uh, but uh, it was it was fun to see uh, Allison decide that she was going to you know be proactive for a change, <laughs> walking yeah. into Rachel's office and plopping Leaky's head on the desk and explaining to her how, if the investigation continues, it will come back to Dyad. So yeah. checkmate. And, yeah, you sure you want that to happen? And I really liked the that last exchange between her and Rachel. And Rachel's like, I just like to put my hands around your neck right now. And she's like, I guess we're really not that, that, that you know, that, <laughs> that, was a, you know. that was a great comeback. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> I guess we're more alike you know, than you might think, you know, type yeah. of thing. And, uh, and then walks out. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was really good. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's Orphan Black. That's, the state of uh, genre sci-fi TV <laughs> that's at the at the moment, uh, and we'll move on to our uh, TV recommendations. And uh, Kyle, what uh, 
What do you got? You, so did, did, last week did, I was given you an assignment. <laughs> In order to be able to go to the Dark Matter press room, I would have to <laughs> watch and report back on the two uh, Mulaney specials on Netflix, which I did actually enjoy them. They're called New In Town and The Comeback Kid. And I like I, I did enjoy the show, but I also uh, enjoyed the specials as well. Um, so, yeah, I would say uh, go ahead and check those out. They are uh, a lot of fun. I don't know, Kyle. You should be still mentioning that you kind of like the show. That could get you blackballed. This... <laughs> okay, just watch the special. Skip the show. <laughs> yeah, you're walking a tightrope there. <laughs> you're going to slip. Uh, how about you, Tom? Well, I uh, decided to to give Fortitude and Patriot on Amazon Video some tries, and and Fortitude is is definitely a genre show. It's it's a bit of a different pace. Uh, filmed in Iceland, supposed to take place in Norway. Uh, very interesting. Ready to start the second season, and and uh, Patriot, I don't think has been given justice as far as advertising goes because it has got an offbeat sense of humor to it that you don't really see. Um, in the ads. It's not a genre show, but it's enjoyable television. Uh, at least I found it quite enjoyable, uh, more than I expected. So if you've, you're looking for something to watch, give them a couple episodes and see what you think. Yeah, I liked Fortitude the uh, the first season. I still haven't watched the second season. Uh, that uh, with the, Isn't it Dennis Quaid that is in the, yes. is in the second season? And uh, to, you know, to see how or what they continued on uh, with that, it's a very, it's a very strange show. I mean, it has that feel of that, you know, that foreign or British cop drama in some respects. Like, there's a murder and they're investigating it, but there's also something else happening in this town, and this town just also happens to be completely frozen. <laughs> you know, like you're, it's you have to fly in to get there and things, and uh, you know, it's. So it's an interesting atmosphere in which to film and shoot a show like that and still have sort of the aesthetic of like a broad church or something like that uh, as sort of like the base to it. But then this beautiful snowy scenery and things that uh, come into play, but also a weird factor, too, as there's something else happening that you're not you're not quite sure like what it is. And it's it's hard to sort of put your finger on, like, is this more than just your average, you know, type of, uh, you know, season long murder mystery type cop show? Uh, and uh, so, yeah, there's a there's a little more to it than meets the eye. And it's definitely a one worth checking out and one and one worth checking out in HD uh, because like when it actually played the first season actually played on what did it play on? Here on uh, Pivot, was it yeah, Pivot? it was on. I think it was on Pivot, but didn't have an HD version of Pivot on my cable, and so you just had like a low res sort of weirdly, you know, to to look at it. You didn't get quite the full effect that you would get if you were watching it in full HD. So there's a there's something to that to uh, uh, to watching it. You'll be able to get it that way. A lot of big names in it too. Uh, surprising that the you know the people that were in that that were recognizable. Oh. From other projects, yeah, especially if you watch some of those uh, uh, more, you know, some of the foreign shows and stuff like that, uh, British shows and things of that nature, you'll uh, there'll be uh, various people that you'll recognize from 
if you're a Harry Potter fan too. Yeah, that, uh, so. lots of lots of different stuff like that. But yeah, that's one uh, definitely uh, definitely worth checking out. I haven't seen I haven't seen Patriot, but uh, I'd recommend uh, if you like those style of shows and maybe you want you know some other <laughs> some other element to it as well. Fortitude's one uh, worth checking out, and uh, but I haven't seen Patriot, so I have to. Uh, both those are on my to-watch list, yeah, but that list is just yeah. never-ending. It's, it's the ever-growing. Well, it it's not always the ever-growing, but yet when you get a thing like Sense8 getting a final, we went from it subtracted a show and then it got put right back on to the yeah. list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, occasionally it contracts here and there, but uh, it always seems to be ever-growing, but... Uh, you know, season two of Fortitude probably end up on my list before uh, watching. Uh, well, I see, I see the Blu-ray. I see the Blu-ray of season one of Fortitude sitting right in front of me on my bookshelf, and it's been there for like a year, and I haven't got around there to watching. You, go. you got the full. The, the full well, I'm going right to start spoiling. Yeah. I'm going to start spoiling. You better watch it. I'll be all over Twitter telling everybody what happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, with that, uh, that'll do it for our recommendations. And uh, as always, you can find links to uh, more information about those, as well as the news stories we talked about, uh, and also where you can find Kyle and Tom online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 375. And uh, next week, or on the next episode, uh, Kyle will be back, and Amory will be back, and we'll be talking about... All the TV shows and things TV related that are going to be at Comic Con coming up in It'll just be a, a three hour podcast. Yeah, <laughs> coming up in just a, <laughs> yeah, coming up in just a little over uh, just a little over two weeks from when we're recording this episode, and just a, you know a little over a week away from finding out the official schedule of uh, or you know less than a week away here of uh, just a few days away, I guess it would be uh, finding out the official schedule for uh, comic con. And then we'll be talking about that on the uh, next episode of the podcast. So uh, with that, thank you again, Kyle and Tom for joining me on episode 375. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the, uh, the invitation and the time to talk. 